Oh my goodness. <laughs> what is going on? Well, hello, the internet, and welcome to season 116, episode 2 of the Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is the podcast where we look at America's cadaver, open the skull, look inside, have a nightmare based on what we saw because it's our shared consciousness. And officially, off the top, oh. we want to say, for the record, oh. fuck the Coke brothers, as in the Coke industry, okay? And also, fuck Fox News. Wow. Yeah, brave. Brave. Oh. Brave as you'd my say. My brave friends. Uh, <laughs> It's Tuesday, January 14th, 2020. My name is Miles Gray, a.k.a. <clears throat> Four rings in the middle of the night, my co-host. Yes, when are you gonna start to get high? Oh, Daddy Jack, you know I'm stoned all the time. Cause Miles, Miles gonna get high. Yes, Miles is gonna get I just had to take a little bit of creative license at the end there. Thank you to Hannah Soltis. Back at it with that Cindy Lauper. Gorgeous. Girls just want to have fun. Thank you so much. I can only sing in falsetto. I have a terrible regular voice. I really spent a lot of my time focusing on my falsetto. I'm making myself because I'm doing pickup artists with my own there. sense of confidence, and then I'm hoping I'll fall in love with myself based on the negging. That's good. That sounds. We're like two years out from that being an yeah, actual book. Yeah, is a way people be like, nah, Start neg yourself. Anyway, who is that? Who is that? What's that spooky voice I hear? Oh, well, it's none other than my fantastic guest co-host. Uh, you already know. It's Jamie Loftus. It's substitute teacher day. Don't be shocked that my takes are so tight. I'm still, I'm still Jamie from the uh, Zeit. Fuck, how did I fumble that? I've got Go some, on. I've got some other ones. Okay. Uh, A.K.A. Zamvita Perone. Oh. A.K.A. Queen Elizabeth I. A.K.A. Alexander Hamilton. A.K.A. Zambra Day O'Connor. Zambra Day O'Connor. Wow, the Zamboni, the Zamboni brand is strong. Not, well, now what? especially that I've mounted one. You know what needs to happen? We should maybe... You're right. We should you, let that slide. No, that's fine. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. Just, what were you saying? I was just more focused on my bad idea I, than we, your joke. <laughs> uh, is that I would love to see like a pimped out Zamboni where your face is like airbrushed on the hood and shit. Oh like my a, God. official Zam Zam. I feel like I would have to die first for that to happen. No, 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 no. That no. would be like rest in paradise. I know, right? Like, and then I would get the airbrushed Zamboni. That would be good. And then it's immediately washed off. Oh, yeah. After one next game. Day, like, yeah, we one need it for, yeah. They're like, no, this is a fucking dignified vehicle. Let's get, <laughs> let's get this woman's mug out of here. Well, I mean, let's 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 just put that tragedy to the side for a right. second of you not being tragedy. on a Zamboni. Yes. Uh, and let's take a second to welcome our guest, uh, the just amazingly talented, Jesus. hilarious person who I felt like I I thought I had met her, but it's only because of Twitter. You know that we how that happens. Uh, please welcome Alyssa no Limparis. Thank you so much. Now I I would have prepared a song. I would have prepared there, a you're song. You're talented enough. Just go off. Go off, oh, honey. Whatever you want to do. Oh my gosh. I. Um, What's a nickname that you had in high school? Uh, Ever. Well, you know my last name's Limparis, and mm -hmm. people would have a lot of fun with like, like yeah. Limparis biscuit. Limp. Li yeah. Limparis is burning. Like pimp. Like Limparis. Oh, pimp yeah. Oh. It wasn't That's accurate. So I was. I, had, I didn't even know what it, like a penis was. Like it was like right. I was not. It wasn't. You're like what is the heck? Yeah. Are you guys I didn't even about? know what pimp was. Right. I was right. like pimples. Oh no. I have acne. You know. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Seekonk, Massachusetts, but yeah. it's like right on the border of Rhode Island. Yeah, East Coast. Yeah, Massachusetts. That's babies. right. Mass oh, How's yeah. that? Uh, is that close to Situate? Yeah, all right. Yeah. Okay. Near that's there? a nice one because people usually say Boston. I like situate. that you came in with Situate. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a nice local. How about uh, Milford? 
Okay. Look at him go. We got a fucking local in the house. Maybe I played a couple periods of hockey over in Newton. Oh, Newton. And you know what? Now that I see it, we're drinking rich. Newton's rich? Newton's a little bit rich. The only reason I know Milford is because I play trumpet, and there's a valve oil called Alcas, like valve oil, and it's made in Milford, Mass. And in my mind, I would say Alcas, Milford, Mass. Their number one export is trumpet lube. Trumpet lube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And also, we're... Uh, I want the listeners to know we're drinking both sparkling water and cold brew from the one, the only. Yes, Kirkland, Kirkland signature. signature. That's where we did ever. That's where we got clothes as a kid. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. People are worried about Amazon taking over. Kirkland Kirk- is already. It's- that's right. My hometown was called Brockton was called Shoe City because there used to be a lot of shoe factories back when things Aww. were made in America. Yep. And now there's one shoe Preach. factory left. So if you've ever worn Foot Joy. <laughs> oh really? Don't they make yeah. golf stuff? Yeah. Isn't that for golf? Yeah, that's the one shoe. That's the one thing left in shoes. Surviving foot joy. The irony, driving. though, it's a business that appeals to like one percenters. It's so right? true. Exactly. Like it's we're we're like. The, it's not like a boot for like arc welders. Right. It's like, hey man, you want to like fucking exploit some working people on the golf course? It's Massachusetts parasite, basically. Yeah. yeah uh, well, shout out shoes. to the great Commonwealth. Yes. Of Massachusetts, yes. I would never say state because no. I have. <laughs> I don't want that smoke. No. Um, before we get to know you even better, Alyssa, yes. and the great Commonwealth of Massachusetts, let's tell people what we're going to, we'll preview what we're going to talk about. Uh, Cory Booker has dropped out. Uh, yep, that's the end of that. Uh, four embassies, that whole argument that Trump had as to why he had to put everyone in the world in jeopardy, uh, that that story is just falling up. It's disintegrating upon re-entry into reality. Uh, also, just, you know, uh, some... Some back and forth with Bernie and the Elizabeth Warren campaign. Um, just there's there's all there's all kinds of there's things going on. Like he's he's yeah. surging, and now other stories are coming People out. Are mad. There's all there's look there's lots going on. We have these primaries. People are stressed, uh, <gasps> and I think we're seeing knives come out a little bit. Like people are starting to be like, is it time to start throwing dirt? Are we Johnson's there yet? Out. We'll see. Get your little rye rise out. <laughs> um, also, we're gonna talk about the winners, uh, the Ritz cracker. Competition. I did not if, know. You know, award seasons in full swing. When we're talking when we're about Ritz Cracker <laughs> yep, competition. Yep. We can't even get. It. I mean, that's what everyone's talking about on Twitter this morning. Yeah. Everyone's got snubbed from their the Ritz shit. Cracker. Ray yeah. was like, I can't believe it. She's like, congratulations to these crackers. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll talk about the Oscar nominations and many more. So, first, Alyssa, mm. what is something from your search history that you know is a little revealing about who you are? Well, I was thinking about this last night. I couldn't really sleep last night, and I, I, I Googled. This is something I did Google. Not the actors' names. I Googled, are Dwight and Jim friends in real life? Mm. <laughs> and it's like, that Ooh. is, a, that's like a 4 a.m. search. It's like, why, I don't know. Who Wait, cares? But Can you're we guess? Then, Can you're we then guess? Googling from the reality of the show? Exactly. So, like, it's not even, a, it's not even like, like, the, I didn't even have the actors' names. It was yeah, just yeah. like, oh, you know, I want to, I got to know. Were I they, think they're not. Are, are Krasinski they? and Wilson a real duo? Yes, right, like right. Yeah. No, are they? Well, see, because the reason I looked it up is because I have never watched The Office like all the way through the end. Like I used to just watch it till when Michael left. And well, yeah. recently yeah, yeah. I, I watched the end and I was like, it's really sweet. You really see the two of them. Like they, I think, yeah, Ryan they, they and They create Krasinski a bond, yeah. Create a real, and then I was like, oh, I wonder if they're still pals. I mean, oh, they were, yeah. You know, every interview, I feel like that question, you never get, every answer you always get is like, yeah. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's but it. But it's never like, oh my god, they, they went to Aspen. They yeah. go to Aspen together every. They Christmas. rode motorcycles across the United yeah. States yeah. together. If there's not pictures of them at lunch, exactly, I don't believe it for a second. I'm like, show me the lunch pics, or you're not real friends. I agree. Well, it seems like also like I I don't know if I'm wrong, but I feel like Rain Wilson came out of like being like a theater actor. Yes, and then so and then Krasinski was just more of like he's just. I feel like they started in different places. Oh, is he also from Massachusetts? He's from us too. Yes. True. Yeah. Where? Yeah. I don't know. Somewhere rich, probably. Okay. I don't don't know know where. Anyway. Him and Chris Evans are from like similar parts. Massachusetts. Oh. Mm. Ooh. Do tell. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, I feel like they seem like sort of different people from their origins. Don't you feel like we all look that stuff up too? Just to, you just like, it's. It's like you want to believe this thing. It's like yeah. searching like yeah. is Dunder Mifflin yeah. real? It's like you just want to like <laughs> like believe in like this. Yeah. The second I realized they were shooting like in L.A., I was just like, I was like, oh, it, I'm, I'm driving up and down those streets. I'm finding it. It was. Yeah. It I mean, I wasn't sad. devastated because I grew up here. So I knew nothing's real. Oh, on TV. Like, oh, oh, you grew yeah. up here. Yeah. Because that's how I feel. like even when I found out like, wait, Seinfeld wasn't shot in like yeah, New York, the streets what? of New York City. I was like, Dude, yeah. Star, uh, Gilmore Girls hit for me. I'm like, Gilmore they're not Girls. in Connecticut. Stars that one Hollow too. They're not Stars fucking Burbank. Burbank. <laughs> Stars Hollow <laughs> Fri- Friends. Yeah. It's, uh, I know. Yeah. I nothing's real. Nothing's real. real. Yeah. I wish they weren't in the Burbank. One part in the post Michael Scott era of The Office, I really liked when James Spader's character uh, Robert California came in he's so the he's, Halloween episode where he was like slow incepting everyone like figuring out their fears so he could tell that ghost story at the end I think is really a remarkable episode yeah he's a re- I got James Pater's remark yeah he's such a an insane talent he has such a re- good creep vibe totally too. yeah I never saw his episodes yeah he's oh just yeah sad. very it's it's like sort of right after Michael leaves it's yeah. like they settle on him taking over for Michael after like okay. the little cameos from like Will Ferrell and Jim Carrey right, everyone and like was there Ray for Romano. like three episodes and then they decided on a boss is yeah. that how that works yeah he's like the CEO or something I watch it I watch it so disjointed now but exactly. anyway yeah um what's something that's overrated yeah, uh, okay, so I know we're past the season, but I got to say I'm happy the holidays are over. I'm not a big fan of, like, holiday food. Like, I don't I don't go crazy over, like, Thanksgiving food, Christmas mm. meals. I don't – nothing excites me about those dinners. Mm. I, I'm glad to be eating my snacks again. I'm what? glad to be back on it. Yeah. Is it so – I'm guessing this is born out of a pattern where – Christmas time comes around and then you're subjected to like the same three meals Exactly. Every year. Why are we still eating the same meals? So do you, uh, I, I get it. I don't eat turkey aside from uh, Thanksgiving Day, but I love stuffing. That's like the one thing I really get excited about on that plate. It's really yep. not the turkey. Yep. And then Christmas, I've never really had a consistent Christmas. What's Christmas meal for you all? Yeah, Christmas, We I'm Greek, so we have this like, my boyfriend was at my Christmas this year and he was like none of this food is food any human would eat like on a normal day he's like this it feels like it was food from like a different era wow so this is like yeah heavy really like heavy cream sauce sauces and like lasagna it's like wait none of us would eat this like will normally, wipe you out yeah, yeah no, it's like meant to do that so yeah hibernate. it's meant to do that yeah it's true yeah I yeah I really know yeah I, I like Thanksgiving food uh, I like gravy I like potatoes. I like stuffing. My favorite food when I was a kid was corn. Yes, corn. On the cob or just kernels? From the can, baby. Oh, corn, yes. Oh, okay. Give me sweetness. A, give little Jamie her corn. Yes. <laughs> give little Jamie her can of corn <laughs> and like send her on her way. Get like a full-ass plate of corn and just like go to my room. But um, Oh, would you legit have a meal like that? Yeah, I, like still, a, I still do sometimes. Sometimes okay. you're just like the the little, uh, what do they call them? The, the green giant steamer yes. packs? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll have a whole-ass thing of corn. It's good. Any butter? Uh, 
Just straight like, well, corn? It depends. No. Right. I, I, I kind of like corn in the raw. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Minimalist. I'm not like the girls you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a secret, honey. <laughs> but like a, a, a holiday or especially like a Christmas meal, that's kind of chaos. I feel like every family has a different yes. approach. Well, especially if you have like, if you're not American, like you right. have any kind of immigrant background. So shout out to Elas, to the Greek people. Ah, yes. Uh, so and then also Katinapio. Um, uh, wow. What does that mean? Like, should we get a drink or something? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I know the song. My <laughs> Greek know. friends would always sing that, and I was like, "What does that mean?" He's like, "So it means like let's get a drink." God, songs like, are the best way to learn languages. Oh yeah, because you know? <laughs> it's like melody, exactly. even though like I don't even know how to pronounce it, and then that's like the one bit of uh, common ground I'll have. With exactly. People. Um, but yeah, like for me, like my mom will make just any random Japanese dish because because yeah. half the time she doesn't know it's Christmas. <laughs> Do they know it's, it's Christmas time at all? No, they don't because they're not Christian and they yep. live in another part of the world. Right. Yeah. Very, I was just thinking about that song to take a tangent about like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Most people wouldn't right. uh, know yeah. that it's Christmas time. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I don't have anything consistent I eat for Christmas aside from maybe there's like a we'll go out to eat. But yeah, mm-hmm. nothing like that. I mm. love getting back to normal routine. I love a routine, too. So it's like, yeah, I don't like the switching of the routine. Oh, so it's oh. holidays are almost chaos. That's for how you. I feel. Holidays are almost, like it's fun, oh, but it's oh. I felt so happy getting back here and being like, I'm going grocery shopping. And I'm like, yeah, right, right, back right. To my thing. How long were you at home for? I will say I was home for a while. I like I want to I was home for probably like three weeks. OK. In, oh, wow. Or two in New York City and, you know, the suburbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. A lot of time. What's something that's uh, underrated? I love listening to FM radio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone listens anymore. People are like, the music's bad, and there's commercials all the time, mm-hmm. and I agree. Yeah. Both those things are true, <laughs> but I indulge in it. It's kind of nice to not have to worry about, like, when I'm on Spotify, I'm like, I got to find the coolest music. I got sure, to be listening to The radio, it's like, just give me the, like, give me the song I already know. Right. I'm dry. I'm stuck in traffic. Let me just belt out this, like, you know. 30-year-old song. Yeah. It's like, Mr. Brightside's having a revel. I can, oh. you listen to the radio, oh. you'll hear Mr. Brightside about four times. Mm-hmm. It's, that, what a song. What's staying power? It really won't yeah. quit. It won't quit. <laughs> and it should song could be any age. Yes. <laughs> it could <laughs> be. You could really, tell me it's, you <laughs> came out in the seventh, like. Or like uh, this year. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, I, yeah. I, but yeah, people are always like, oh, there's just shit on the radio. I'm like, yeah, great. I love it. I That's right. Great. Yeah. So for, yeah, it takes the pressure off of yes. you to provide a soundtrack for yourself exactly. as you drive. Exactly. Yeah. Choose the choice. Yeah, make the choice. And then, yeah, you just get to. Well, yeah. the, the reason, like, you hear the same things over and over is because the way they do ratings is, like, people wear this, like, they used to wear a monitor, like a Nielsen, like, pager you oh, had that would find bad. out yeah. what station you were tuned into. So because of that, a lot of people who work in offices that just play radio over their mm. um, like speakers in an office, mm. it was like sort of artificially favoring like top 40 stations because that's sort of the most broad radio station uh-huh. you could play in an office. So then other stations are sort of like, well, we also need to be able to make sure that we're playing a hit. So no matter what, t- if you fucking tune to it and it's not one of the nine million ads you're hearing, mm-hmm. it's a fucking hit and you're going to stay for the chance to get that little bit of a metric bump. Oh, yeah. so true. Yeah. yeah. But uh, what's wait, what stations are you listening to now to get your, your throwbacks? Yeah, do you heart radio? Well, I have to say. For the record, yes. Yeah. I have Thank to you. say off the record. Okay, off the record. Off, this is off the record just okay. between the three of us and mm-hmm. all the listeners. I love country music. Okay. So not only am I listening to top 40, I'm listening to top 40 country music Does a lot top of times. 40 country, I feel like that's like so almost Nas X. like. Yeah. Lil Nas X. <laughs> yes. Yes. Who are, who are your favorite artists? Um, yeah, I love. I love Little Big Town. I love uh, Old Dominion. I love Zach Brown Band. Mm-hmm. But really, I'm a 
I grew up on country music, so I also think it's probably a thing of like nostalgia being in LA, uh, being right. on a different yeah. coast, being like, oh, a lot of things are unfamiliar here, but like this is Boom. something. I'm in a car and listening to this music. I'm, I could be in Massachusetts right, right now. And so, it's Chris Gaines. And it's Chris, yeah. Coming through the speakers. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's Garth Brooks' I'm like, alter ego. Is it? What was his alter ego? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Okay, I just want to make sure. He's got an alter ego, like yes. Lady Gaga? Yo, he had like the swoop bang and everything. That's fun. That is fun. I like, I like that. Yeah. I didn't know they did that in country music. They do like a Beyonce, yes. Sasha Fierce thing. Oh what? my. Yes, oh my he put God. out the whole con. He was Chris Gaines. Oh, that was like, the do you know, do you, do you That's my favorite thing about Chris The Kirk one with Brooks. the two of them, that is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird thing to do. And he's got the little shit Beard. The little, yeah, the little yeah. triangle. Yeah, That's what yeah. they call it. Yeah, yeah. weird to want an alter ego and then go in like the most like disgusting facial you gotta hair. Fucking alter. Like, what if I was fucking gross? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's more of an alter emo. <laughs> um, what is a myth, oh, Alyssa? Okay. What is something that people just get wrong that you know the truth about? I'll tell you yeah. what. There yeah. is no cure for hiccups, but time. And every time you get hiccups, everyone in the room starts going, you got to stand on your elbow. Close your one eye. Yeah, close your, yep. block your nostrils. It's like, no, this is just my pain now and I have to see it till it's end. Right. Ooh, wow. And that's it. There's no, because if there it's were. It's a lung spasm technically, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lung spasm. My like lungs are diaf- just have. Or a diaphragm is spasming or yes, whatever. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. And it's just got to do it. So yeah, it's, it's, what's done is done. I used to do every fucking remedy. We I would, all do. Yeah. We up all until, do. not even joking. Maybe seven years ago. Well, and when it really? hits okay. and it's like That's bad, very... sometimes you're still, you're desperate. That's yeah. what it is. It's such a desperate thing that happens that you'll listen to. Drinking upside down. Dr- you're like, sure. I'm, Fuck it. I, I, I would like... just be in like my chair and I would just put my head down there... <laughs> and then just sip water. And I'm like, yeah, that, that did it. I know the drinking upside down thing. It's like no one's ever been able to success. Yeah. Like, we all go down. Choke. Yeah, it makes you choke. Yeah. And yeah. then you're choking. Maybe it's a prank that being? kids were told just I to be like, so. look at you, idiot. You almost drowned yourself. Right. Or parents being like, just shut them up. Get them on their fucking head and let them drink upside down. Just stop breathing. That's another one. Just stop breathing and it'll stop. I my family was like big about pushing the fear element. They're like, so you oh, just shit. have to be afraid, and yes, like that's that. Oh right, the like surprise. The worst kind of people will be will take the fear angle, and they'll be like, oh, if I fucking like stabbed you right now, you would stop hiccuping. Yeah, or like my like, my cousin would like hit us around. He's like, are you hiccuping? <laughs> slap 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 slap. He took and fear as abuse. He was <laughs> he heard fear and was like, yeah, and yeah. The, to to uh, incite violence on your cousins and be like, I'm helping. Helping your hiccups. I'm also, helping. what if I stabbed you? Though? That's a that's I'll a class. Yeah. My cousin like me be like, I'll stab you with a bick. Really think about that shit. Yeah. That's just think. Oh, that's horrifying. Yeah. He's doing great. Oh, yeah. good. No, good. I'm that's cousins. He's that's a, what cousins do. He's that's a professional like, yeah. hiccup doctor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He just stabs kids with big pins and then all of a sudden they're not hiccuping. <laughs> Who hasn't been stabbed with a big pen, though, to be honest? I don't know really? if I actually have. Or actually mechanical big pencil I've been hit oh. I've been hit with. I've oh. I've accidentally stabbed myself with a mechanical pencil. That's, accidentally what like, do you mean well like i think like in, in like whatever you're in class and then you're like oh you know oh like you were just pounding your thigh with I your fist pounded, i pounded my thigh and thought and then i kind of tenderized got, your quad tenderized myself yeah wow yeah. i care too much about much blade tenderized <laughs> what they call that in the business um okay so on to some some news yes that isn't I as guess. big as chris gaines soul patch which is <laughs> i'm not even joking probably like 20 years ago that's gonna change my day yeah 
Chris Gaines. Just knowing I about just that. Know, and also knowing you and your imagination, who knows what what kind of creative work will come it's out of so you true. even being introduced to Chris Gaines. I, I agree. Right. Like, oh my God, wait, actually, Jamie, you could be Chris Gaines. You, I mean, you should bring. I think you, you are so the person much. to bring. Put yeah. a little soul patch on. Sweep your bangs a little. Not to like toot my own horn, but I could look like Chris Gaines. Do a whole motherfucking solo on that horn because I believe in it. Um, Cory Booker, he has suspended his campaign. It's lights out. What does Rosario say? I don't know. I mean, he just had a video where he was very gracious and was like, you know, uh, we tried our best. And I will support whoever the the nominee is in the Mm -hmm. end and everybody down ballot. Thank you so much That's for That's a time. very Cory Booker. Like he's like a very like a your soccer coach as a kid, you know? Right. Like you lose everything and he's like, Yep, that's okay. That's we tried okay. our best. Yeah. Hey, you know let's what? Let's go though? get pizza. Yeah. What I'm proud of is we went out the, on that field and we left it all out there. Exactly. And we mm-hmm. would lose 10 nil, eleven nil every time. <laughs> but, but we tried our best. Hey, we didn't score a single goal. But, but hey, do you not feel proud, proud of you guys? Totally. He'll be I mean, he'll be he'll be back. Yeah, yeah he'll, he'll be, be back. back. I mean, I think he, he was a great like he's as an orator had good moments where he was really sort of connecting the dots of some of the, you know, emotions around certain issues and, and connecting that with certain policies. But I think at the end of the day, like when you look at the kinds of candidates who are really getting the attention, anyone who's trying to be just even, you know, even near the middle right now, isn't quite getting the sort of enthusiasm. And I think he was hoping for every person that dropped out he would get a little bit more, yeah. a little bit more. And I think it just never materialized like he, into. He wasn't willing to go as far left as some candidates and also wouldn't go as far right as Joe Biden. So you're just sort of left in this like no man's land. Right. Yeah, and candidates. especially with Trump, it's like, especially this election, it's just not going to happen. Like yeah. where he's Trump's so fucking extreme that like, yeah, you need to go. We need someone like Bernie because it's like, yeah, he, Bernie's a response to Trump, you know, or enthusiasm. Well, anyway. King, he's a king. The, well, the, when you have the pendulum going one way, yeah, exactly. like it's right. only just creating more force for it to go the other so way. So to sit in the middle, it's like, eh, we are. Yeah, yeah, the pendulum will blow right by you. Yeah, I, it's, it's, I, I liked my headcanon here is that Cory Booker was like pacing around the the offices, being like, we cannot drop out before Marianne. We gotta. Yes. We need. We have enough money to outlast. I'm not dropping Marianne. out before Marianne. Yeah, he's, and I'm gonna wait. <laughs> I'm gonna wait a week, so it doesn't seem like that's what I was waiting to happen. Yes. <laughs> right. 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 She dropped out like last Monday, and now he's like, okay, fine. Okay, it's been enough right. time. I feel like that was I've, the mantra in those campaign offices. It's just like, just not before Marianne. Yes, just not. Just, Marianne was down to just herself in her campaign office, and he's like, she's still not dropping out. Like, what, what the, the fuck? Is she, yeah. What the fuck? She's thinking of happen? She's got, she's got like magical bugs working for her. <laughs> she might. She might have. We might. Wait, we might have to investigate. That. Marianne would employ Jamie, fireflies. Every bug is magical. <laughs> every <laughs> bug. There is no bug that is not magical. That's right, sister. What That's keeps <laughs> the lights on here? Love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really does. Yeah, <laughs> but also cash. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, if you're gonna send love or cash, please send cash. But also, but love works. But just not as well. Well, we'll see. We'll see plenty of Cory Booker in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think this sort of underlines the lack of diversity. I think especially when considering the support that African-Americans give the Democratic Party, mm-hmm. there are a lot of people like, why Why isn't this field of candidates look more like the people that totally. who, who have been supporting the party? Absolutely. And I think it's, you know, eventually there'll be a candidate that ticks all the boxes. But I think for Cory Booker, you know, his love of Wall Street and Big Pharma, not 
not exactly what is needed considering the stakes yeah, and yeah. what Wall Street and Big Pharma means to working people who cannot afford prescription drugs or get, uh, you know, an increase in wages. Yeah. But we'll get oh. to that later on. Um, so until then, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back, hey. and we should just check in uh, with the president who, you know, uh, last week was trying to explain to the entire world why he put everyone at risk with his just very impulsive, impetuous uh, decision to assassinate Soleimani, the general in, Ira in Iran, uh, but on Iraqi soil. Uh, mm -hmm. So he says, so that uh, authorization of military force counts for this, even those voted on how many years ago? Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's had a lot of trouble getting support because even the briefings he gave was pissing off senators who are Republicans who normally love every single thing he does. But the utter lack of clear uh, explanation around the logic to go ahead and do something like this. And just the lack of like notificating, like, no, oh my God. Notificating. Like notificating people of too. Of course. Well, I'm canceled. There you go. <laughs> no, you <laughs> still live, happened. dude. Yeah. <laughs> Listen how they talk, notificating. <laughs> I'll tell you what, look, if you get canceled, I'll I'll make sure you get that Zamboni. Thank you so much. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Rest as far in peace. Zamboni, right? Culturally. Can't Boney. Yeah, Can't Boney. Yeah. Can't Boney. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I'm sorry, I just uh, ruined everything. No, 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 no. <laughs> you could also really tell last week when you were listening to any interview with any Republican that there was not a legit reason because they were yeah. all kind yeah. of like the way they were talking I was like oh that's how I would talk about it if someone asked me right now right like, well we, it was there was some definite there was some there were some thoughts and it's like what yeah no <laughs> he, he didn't say anything there at a rally though too he again there was all this uh, confidential information classified information couldn't share because as we see it, it sounds like there was no fucking reason. Of and also right. we found out that seven months ago he had basically greenlit some kind of attack. Mm -hmm. um, so there was no imminent threat. So let's just let, – I, I mean I don't know why I'm thinking the president would be honest and take accountability in this instance, but he doesn't. Um, and at a rally – Suddenly, he gave this information out where he was like, oh, this guy was planning all kinds of attacks, y'all. But he directed the recent rocket strikes that wounded four American service members, badly wounded, and killed an American citizen. That was just before we happened to hit him. Soleimani was actively planning new attacks, and he was looking very seriously at our embassies and not just the embassy in Baghdad, but we stopped him and we stopped him quickly and we stopped him cold. Boom. Uh, so again, taking, I don't, I, I don't know why he thought he was doing a WWF like taunting it session. Did, yeah. And, but that's when he's playing to his crowds. But again, you heard there, he said, oh, it wasn't just that one. It was many other embassies. And then that had a lot of people asking, why didn't anyone hear this? Like what? This this never came out until at a rally when the pressure's on because it's so clear that the admi administration has been lying. Mm -hmm. So then on Sunday, uh, Defense Secretary Mark Esper, he went around to the shows um, and uh, I don't know what happened, but he decided to tell the truth out loud to uh -huh. a journalist on TV. Um, he was asked, you know, they were saying like, when he was asked about the uh, what the what the president was talking about with all this embassy talk, he was saying, "Well, the president believed he probably and could have there could have been attacks, and then 
uh, like any good journalist, they unpacked that. That sounds more like an assessment than a specific, tangible threat with a, a decisive piece of intelligence. Well, the president didn't say there was a tangible, uh, he didn't cite a specific piece of evidence. What he said is he probably, he believed. Are you saying there wasn't been, one? I didn't see one with regard to four embassies. Oh. What I'm saying is I oh. share the president's view that probably my expectation was they were going to go after our embassies. All right. Embassies are the most prominent. They went from, so my man, are there receipts there? For, uh, not that I've seen. But, and then he tried to do the thing of being the homie and being like, but like, I get that he was stressed, that he might, like that <laughs> he, is legit. He was hungry, he had a bad day. Yeah, right. that, was, like, I get it. It literally sounds like justifying the like the actions of like a 10-year-old yes. kid. You're just like, well, he kind of gets this way sometimes, so I understand why that would be the reaction, but I personally cannot account for it. Right. <laughs> You're yeah. like, no. So this is, again, I mean, that's that's an interesting split from the Pentagon and the administration. And a lot of people thought, well, is it possible that the president saw intelligence that our own defense secretary didn't? And most experts that I've seen and uh, read who have written about it have said there's absolutely no way. If anything, the Pentagon would have seen things like more than Trump has, and then they'd pass that information along. Mm -hmm. So, again... This is the recklessness um, and just a reminder of like the the shitty, like the truly global, like full scale global armed conflict levels of mistakes this president can make. This is where we're teetering on at the moment. Right. Um, but don't worry, uh, because I just want to also share this interesting clip just to show you how Trump even looks at how our military operates and why we send troops and deploy them in certain places. He had an interview with Laura Ingram. Um, fine, Queen. fine <laughs> turd. And uh, basically like informed her that the army and our armed forces are basically now like like security for hire. Um, and he was just talking about how like, oh, yeah, like the Saudis, the, the Koreans, they've all they've all put money in our pockets. We're sending more to Saudi Arabia and Saudi Arabia is paying us for it. You know, we're doing something that nobody's ever done. I said to Saudi Arabia, we have a very good relationship with Saudi Arabia. I said, listen, you're a very rich country. You want more troops? I'm going to send them to you, but you've got to pay us. They're paying us. They've already deposited $1 billion in the bank. We are going to help them, but these rich countries have to pay for it. South Korea gave us $500 million. They never gave us it. They gave us $500 million. I said, you got to help us along. We have 32,000 soldiers in South Korea protecting you from North Korea. You've got to pay. And they gave us $500 million. What the f- huh? So right now it's like, my man, like, what if we just left? Like, you would get overran, dude. Maybe you need to give us some money for that. Yeah. Also, like, just, are, are we running, like, a mercenary operation now? I mean, we kind of- are, I mean, I but, it's, it's, it's but like out loud like... being like, okay, you put your billion dollar down payment on, yeah, and then we will put uh, American lives at risk based on whatever you need them for. There's, I mean, it's it's so bald faced at this point too, where yeah, he's describing a business transaction that involves human lives, but is yeah, just... and some mobster shit basically. Yeah, it's it's like how you would picture like a backroom deal to sound, but it's just being like spoken in public. Yeah, no, it shows you how comfortable he gets with Fox. Like where yeah. he can just he'll really just out himself. loud articulate the transgressions that he's committing, yeah. but in a way where he knows like they're not gonna question no, that. No one's gonna push back on They'd it. Be they're like, like, oh, thank you so much thank, for letting us know. Thank you for honoring us. President. Well, that's the crazy part of someone like him, where it's like he's just done so much horrific stuff. All that there's like you're allowed once you've done all that, you're allowed to. It's like you, yeah, you. 
you build the base of crazy over and over and over and bad and evil. And then now it's like, oh, that's just now we just assume that's what he is. So if he does anything outside of that, it would almost shock us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, yeah. That's why I tell, keep telling ourselves this is not normal and yeah. it's horrifying. And all we can do is pray for a good outcome in November to try and right the ship because it's it. this is to me, this is like really the, the really frightening part, because now we're talking about like just launching attacks willy nilly without any consideration. You're mm-hmm. seeing the the fallout from that, which was the jetliner from the Ukrainian airliner getting shot down yeah. and the just unnecessary loss of life from. Uh, and then anyway. he, do you remember then he tweeted literally like all is well while it was happening? Yeah, with the all rocket. Is well, yeah. All is well. It's like to tweet all is well after like. Yeah. Well, just because, yeah. yeah, there was the missile strikes that came out of Iran into Iraq were that no lives were lost. Not to mention, but, you know, how terrifying that would be of if course. you're like, hi, we have to get into a shelter now. Because, like, when you look at what happened to those buildings, uh, if people were there, it would have been just Yeah. And, and it's like a complete ugh, lack of care for any, like, Iranian lives. And just it's just all, ugh, it's bad. It's bad. Um, so let's talk a little bit about November because that's sort of the only uh, – remedy we have at the moment for optimism well considering yeah mcconnell is basically gonna sounds like at this point it's gonna be a sham trial um i'm not seeing much movement with him saying that they're going to have witnesses suddenly yeah Uh, but that's still developing but i don't have much hope in that uh but bernie sanders is really been surging in the last few weeks i mean he's now gotten endorsements from like the sunrise movement and dream defenders and really sort of solidifying the like support from the progressive wing, the left wing of the party, and cool celebs, cool celebs, yes, Ariana the, Grande, Emily That was a fun one. That was a fun one. <laughs> Which one? Emily Radikowski Radik- endorsed uh, Bernie. In how, in what way? It was just like I just don't did know, a tweet. With her titties, I don't know. Yeah, with her, yeah. <laughs> she had her breasts out. I don't, <laughs> Not no, full. I think that oh. maybe tits out for Bernie is a good movement, though. I do I think, think it's a good idea. Weren't you talking about that? I, I, well, I was like, well, let's get some pasties and figure out what we can do. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Emily Ratajkowski, Ariana Grande, Cardi B, Lizzo, every, everyone's. I mean, yes. The, the, uh, uh, All the cool kids. Please. The more people you can make aware, fantastic, of what needs to be done and people need to turn out in November. And it's great that the endorsements are coming now. I feel like sometimes celebrity endorsements come like closer to the election and then it doesn't. Whereas now, yeah, there's enough time still to get. Well, I think because it's really important that like we try and have a nominee selected as early as possible. So to get that machine fully running versus the knife party that looks like is a brewing slightly because we're three weeks away from Iowa you know, Bernie and Elizabeth Warren are basically in a statistical tie when you take in the margin of error. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm I'm glad to see that those are the two people that are the front runners and not same. Biden and Absolutely. Buttigieg. Like yeah. we actually have people who, you know, to varying degrees have the same uh, commitment to helping working people. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, you know, a lot of people thought Elizabeth Warren was going to be the recipient of a lot of these endorsements too, because it, towards the end of last year, she was she was she true, looked like the true. one who was going to overtake Bernie, overtake uh, yeah. Biden, and be the nominee. Uh, and now things are very unpredictable. Uh, but now we're starting to see a little bit of I don't know, not not shade, because this isn't like really very mal- malignant or malicious <laughs> in terms of uh, what she's trying to say, because there was a leaked script from canvassers that came out. Uh, for, from the Bernie Sanders campaign, mm-hmm. she sort of described it as being trashed, like she, that she would tell her, that Bernie would, she was hurt that Bernie would have his volunteers trash her. Right. But the script basically said that if they were voting for Warren or, or if they were interacting with a Warren supporter, 
that it was something like, oh, that's great. She would be my second pick. I like her. But um, do you know that her her base of support is very homogenous? It's like very much college educated, high income people. Mm-hmm. And she's not necessarily adding to the base of support, which is something that will be necessary going in November. That was sort of the, the gist of it. And yeah. that was the trashing line well that's the thing is like i'd seen that script before and it's it, it feels like i don't know i mean it's, it's like bernie sanders and elizabeth warren for it seems like a very long time have had basically an agreement that it's like we're not going to like politic like trash each other in the way that politics normally yeah. would but I, I i don't know i mean it's like that didn't feel like like it is factual information like it's not yeah. like uh, the sort of like tear down TV ads of like Elizabeth Warren toxic for the like yeah, it's right. not right. that kind of I almost I see it know. as a positive like to be like oh yeah I I respect that choice that would be my second choice it's not like right. it's saying like oh we would never even yeah yeah like, yeah that right. feels like trash to me is when it's like oh god we it's like no that would, she would be my second choice it's like you know well the, I yeah. think any differentiation between the two candidates is going to be taken as an attack right. or whatever. Right. And I'm sure there'll be plenty from both sides at a certain point doing that. But, you know, when Bernie was asked about it, he was just sort of like, I'm friends with her. And right. have yeah. you ever, he's like, we have a huge, we have a large national campaign of just a gigantic machine running. I don't know if that person, if I have people in field offices who are sending canvassers out with that script, he's like, that's personally not at my, that's definitely not at my direction. Right. Um, and he's like, and I've never said a negative thing about her like with my own words in a public statement. So he's like, why are we doing this? I could never be able I, to, I can, can you imagine? I would be the worst anytime anyone <laughs> said, cause I would, I would be like that. I would, anytime anyone said anything, I'd be like, well, they trashed me. It, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm shattered. As a very sensitive person who could never be in politics, I'd be like, ah, I, what? I'm done for. CNN every other day, like, oh my God, that was so mean. I don't get what I'm not expanding the pace. I don't even think that. I don't. I, yeah. I'm so sorry. But I don't know. There, It seems. To me, like I, that was that was a bummer to happen. And um, this week, there's already been this story uh, that's come out of CNN that people on Twitter are freaking out about. Uh, the headline is Bernie Sanders told Elizabeth Warren in private 2018 meeting that a woman can't win. Sources say whom star these sources? We do not know. Uh, so, I mean, I, I, I it, it doesn't seem uh, that seems very out of character or out of context for to be reported by CNN. But I think that like because uh, Bernie and Warren have sort of been generally like not wanting to trash each other. Now there's just like media narratives coming out that's like just trying to pit them against each other anyways. But that's just because like, you know, like people who are would would prefer for the Buttigieg's and Bidens of the world to be in power have a vested interest in turning these two progressives 100%. against each other. Yeah, there's and yeah, those people are shitting themselves. They're like, um They're like, um they she, Bernie hate women. Like there it's it's ugh, there there's a really good um Twitter thread that came out over the weekend from Patty Harrison, who is the best. Um, but she's basically just talking about like her, like her background of like growing up in a conservative family and just uh, having the ability to be patient and talk to just literally different progressive people with different 
opinions and instead of like the worst possible thing that can happen is for uh, people who are really passionate about Bernie and people who are really passionate about Elizabeth Warren to like eat each other. Yeah. And yeah. like we've seen this before to like a di- I mean, there were definitely bigger political differences between Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders. So it just makes it more, all the more frustrating to watch like we're all basically well, on yeah. the, the same, same side yeah. here. Exactly. And there are like minutia things where it's like there are things I don't agree with about certain, but it's like not enough to like attack totally. someone who feels that way. That's just like the most counterproductive we're thing. We're letting to the right do. win if we do that. Like yeah. we're letting like we're yeah. And the candidates seem aware of that. So it's like yeah. everyone, you know. And I, I kinda like relax. to think the voter base does too. Like I feel like I there's been a lot so. of Twitter, or at least on Twitter, it does feel like people are like not turning on Bernie because they're not like, oh, Bernie, everyone's seeing You it. never know though. I mean, it's like, it's it's all it's those people scary. who, yeah, yeah. who it's scary. Oh, might no, just it's take scary. a headline as truth mm-hmm. and not really explore that and then be like, oh, okay. But when you even think, I mean, Bernie's campaign had a, a statement where they said, it's ludicrous to believe that at the same meeting where Elizabeth Warren told me she was going to run for president, I would tell her that a woman couldn't win. It's sad that three weeks before the Iowa caucus and a year after that private conversation, staff who weren't in the room are lying about what happened. What I did say that night was that Donald Trump is a sexist, a racist, and a liar who would weaponize whatever he could. Do I believe a woman can win in 2020? Of course. After all, Hillary Clinton beat Donald Trump by three million Hell votes yeah. in 2016. Great. Yeah. So I don't know, like... Again, I think it's interesting to see. Uh, we've already seen uh, like a few weeks ago when it was clear Bernie was starting to really bubble. People going like, "Well, the Medicare for all thing's gonna Trump's gonna win because of that." Yeah. So I think we're gonna see more and more hits from the center, uh, trying to disrupt this like surge in progressive. Uh, and now that it seemed like the the media, the or the ostensible media strategy of like leaving Bernie out of media coverage yeah. has failed, failed and people have only become more passionate about right. it after realizing that now it's like the strategy is changing and like okay well then if we have to talk about him let's you know right. so true. find our angles what i just made a fart noise with my mouth oh sure said, sure with your mouth uh-huh. yeah sure <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah uh and but there's also <laughs> this other uh poll from the des moines register that was asking like what level of enthusiasm everyone had for their candidate. Yeah. Um, and when it came to, ex- like, you know, are you enthusiastic, uh, extreme enthusiasm, which was the most, uh, for Buttigieg supporters, 26%, and also Biden supporters, 26% of their base said they have extreme enthusiasm. Warren, 32%. For Sanders, it's 49%. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of... That's what it feels. I, but And this is sort of what I think, you know, if, for people trying to pit these sides against each other, you do stir a little shit because, you know, campaigns do get a little, you know, people get, they pick their sides. Totally. And yeah. I think that's really an attempt to exploit those sort of, not divisions, but difference in who, they, who their candidate is to ultimately make it toxic enough that they'd be like, well, if they get the nomination, you would never support them, right? Right. You and know, it's and like, we see how that goes when totally. people make that decision. It's, yeah, just be patient with each other, everybody, unless you're like, unless you've got friends who are like, Buttigieg and Biden are yeah. Don't be smart and hot, and then maybe get a little bit are like smart and hot. Are smart and hot, but I who's mean, hotter, Biden or Buttigieg? Oh. I mean, I Buttigieg. 
But okay. like, all right, I'm just just want to check. Like, why just make take the me temperature do that? Of the room. I was thinking about Pete Buttigieg the other day, not because I wanted to, but because Seth MacFarlane <laughs> signed a two hundred million dollar deal with NBC. So I was just thinking about. I'm like, well, some of that money is going to go to Buttigieg. You, <laughs> you and the, the, the Seth this MacFarlane Buttigieg only... triangle is my favorite thing. When he <laughs> he loves him so much. I don't think you've for the last couple of times where Pete Buttigieg has come up, Seth MacFarlane doesn't also come up. There is. <laughs> <laughs> in the same time. They're best friends. They're in the wine caves together. Hey, good good running mate. Go to Judge McFarland. I mean, now <laughs> we're talking. You're like the same man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah, now it's, yeah. Uh, one thing I know uh, that uh, Bernie Sanders did say, he said he wouldn't have another old white man as his running mate. So you can count on that. Good. I, uh, I, yeah, just for, for people who support Bernie and support Warren, be patient and kind with each other and like we're we're all in the same boat here like totally chill out yeah okay. people the bottom line is if you support either it's because you understand that there is a failure of this government to support the working people and just people who are not fantastically wealthy yes mm-hmm. and i think that's the thing you have to keep your focus on um because again when you have things like these all these reports about like the dow jones was surging and 22 percent in 2019 right unemployment is so low it's like who gives a fuck like i don't know anybody who's like oh thank god the dow's up i'm like i'm now my child can have braces (laughs) it's so true the people who care about the dow are they're not they're not they don't they're a minority of people yeah no one i've ever met is like benefiting from that news yeah we don't ever get to a show and we're like hey jamie great to see you by the way did you see we're up some points today baby when i open with the dow jokes I like to start off. Let's just check the Dow really quick. You guys can see. Can you guys there see? Can you guys Fort see? Wayne, Indiana, Surging. losing their shit oh, over the Dow. And even it's like, ridiculous. and then when you look at it too, uh, wages have only gone up two point nine percent. Even after all those tax cuts, when AT and T's like, oh yeah, this is going to be great for our employees. They're they're already firing people and shifting jobs out of country. Yeah. This is why, like. We this only have is, one shoe factory left in Massachusetts. And it's people. Fuck We've only joy. Got and it's for joy. golf. And it's for exactly. and it's for all you rich fucks. It's you know what? You know yeah. what? But this is again, this is what I think off. people need to put into their mind's eye because of all these things that I'm sure on the right they're gonna be like, Oh yeah, well what about the Dow? And about this? Like you can even tell them, Are you benefiting from that? Right. Right. Have your wages gone up? Are you are you in a place where you feel like very financially uh stable and mm-hmm. not like within, you know, Three bad incidences happening, or maybe even one, that you could completely turn life upside down for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing people, you know, let's keep that in our in our mind's eye. Yeah, so All right. be, be good to each other. Hey, yeah. Yeah. And say hi to somebody. I've been trying to do that more. Say hi? Yeah, like when I walk by somebody on the street, if I catch eyes with them, sometimes I'll be like, people look away. Sometimes oh. I'm like, hey, how you doing? I All love right. to say, yeah, I love to say hi. Do you? I do, yeah, like because I, I walk a lot mm-hmm. and I'm on the bus. Like, it, it, there's a lot of t- opportunities. What do you do? How do you do high? You well, you go, hey, I have like a system where genuinely, like when I'm walking to the bus stop near my house to come here, like you, I, I'll do that thing where I'll like see if we lock eyes the first time, I'll look down and look back up and be like, hey. Yeah. I, it feels less threatening that way. I, I don't want to just like lock eyes. Hi, and be like, hi. So I'll be like, get the. I was like, okay, a consenting look. Hi, yes. I like zambonis. <laughs> hi, my name's little. Shit. Hi, my name's little Jimmy. You want to talk? <laughs> <laughs> little Jimmy, your name's Jimmy. My name's what's it? yeah. Uh, I like to open and close the loop. I don't. Ooh, I don't. Uh. You know what I mean? If I'm gonna do an interaction, I don't. I don't almost. I like to do a hi. Good morning. Keep uh-huh. going. 
Yeah, 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 I'm not yeah. looking for a, you know nice. what I mean? Morning. Yeah, Keep just going. an acknowledgement. Yeah, an acknowledgement, yeah. 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 I don't, yes. I like that. Just, it helps, you know, makes everybody feel acknowledged. It and feel, like we're humans. Yeah. I feel like, like, especially LA, everyone has their head fucking down, you're in your cars. It's nice totally. to be seen. So you're telling me, so nice, nice to, to be, be seen. seen. Yeah, and yeah. then when we were, yeah, like, yeah, when we remember we're all, like, we're all just, we're all in pain, and we're all hurting, we're all on the same planet, you know, we're yeah. all, like, yeah. we're all human beings, like, I, I do think, yeah, there's something nice about acknowledging people on the street, of like, oh, yeah, you're, like, we're all Hi, doing person, Hi, per- yeah, like, versus, all, like, yeah, someone who I will just create a backstory about totally. while as I walk by to but not still do that. Still do that after you say hi. Yo, wild man. <laughs> My mother, though, the queen of giving people backstories who she's never met. Really? Oh, like yes. they're fuck. They have like full on three act arcs. Absolutely well, that's same. How she, oh, she's a, from. I think I mentioned this a while ago. Area from of a expertise. person she thought the oh, uh, someone was crying like in front of her house on a curb, uh-huh. and she thought the woman was really into the Twilight films. I'm, that I'm saying is like such a just leap. ju- That's leaps, so leaps I and love that. one giant leap for mom kind. Uh. Yes. Um, all right, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back, and let's just really uh, just want to mention this Ritz cracker competition thing yes. because yes. I like Ritz crackers. Mm-hmm. I never buy them, nope. but no. when I interact no. with them, I'm like. How much fucking grease are in these that's things? That's the thing. And that's what that's I like about it. The, like, if we compare just a Trisket to a Ritz, I mean, Trisket, you're you're gulping for water. Trisket, yeah. Ritz, you got a drink and a, a food in the, yeah. in the thing. That thing is wet with with butter. Oh, yeah. You could, like, you can use it to, like, spy on people. Like, you could just put it on the wall, and it'll render, like, a, a visible <laughs> hole through it from the grease. Like in that Simpsons episode where Homer's trying to gain all that weight. <laughs> I had a I had a coworker in in Boston years ago that I, I ended up making a series of maybe kind of mean cartoons about him. But his whole his whole thing was his name is Nick. We're friends. Uh, so I, I, okay. Okay. So but what he his whole approach to socializing with us was he would have us rank things and having us rank crackers was his favorite thing and he had like a fun, <laughs> kind of a funny voice and he what? so we would be like standing behind the bar. I was working at a bar and he, he would just like, we had nothing to say to each other. And then he'd be like, hey, Jamie, <laughs> like Triscuits, Ritz. Uh, what else is like there? Like Mary Kiss Kill, but with crackers and yeah, saltines. Like, saltines. Yeah, Ooh. saltines. Rank them. And then I would just sit there and then I'd rank them and then, you know, put Triscuits last because I'm important. And he'd be like, no love for Triscuits. And that was his whole thing. <laughs> and he'd write it down. He'd have you rank He actually has a everything. whole spreadsheet of data that he's been mining. Yeah. He's the best. He had a whole blog about reviewing turkey sub- turkey club sandwiches that he would get from like Subway, mm-hmm. Macy's, like he would get all Macy's. There used to be somewhere in the in Macy's the Boston cafe. metro area, yeah, like a cafe in the basement. That's of a very Macy's. suburban. Oh, I yes. would write yeah. these long ass posts, yes. like the crispness on the Macy's turkey set. Wow, so sad. I <laughs> like love that oh, voice. Oh, You're killing it. So, he sort I, of speaks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a little curvy. A little, all right. I <laughs> love that. I I I, I relate to that. Just a pure obsession with one thing, and then yeah. dedicating a lot of your life to it. I'm like, yeah, I could see myself falling down oh, that hole. The singularity of that vision. Greasy. Crackers are just something else. So, okay, so, so there's a competition on? where, because my mom did cook with them a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, well, they there, were, yeah. There is a Ritz Crushed Crackers yes. recipe contest. Yes. Okay. And there's, they have a culinary professional category where it's like, you're a legit chef. And they also have one for culinary students. The grand prize winner uh, was the pork you pie. Uh, it's okay, okay. So it comes from uh, the chef and owner of a Tex Mex restaurant in Chicago, Kim Dalton. Um, 
This recipe, okay, it's a savory and sweet pork and cheddar mock apple pie. Oh, no. With a crisp and buttery Ritz crumb topping. This is why I don't like fancy food. It's like, who wants that? I don't want an apple pie with pork in it. Yeah. I mean, I guess mock apple pie. I'm I'm curious if it's, there's, I think it's maybe just a pork pie with cheese and maybe hints of other, I don't know. I don't know. It won. Must have been good. Yeah, I guess Don't so. knock it till you try it. Wow, so yeah, tepid, tepid so. Uh, tepid. response tepid. for that I'm one. like tepid. I mean, sometimes things that sound gross actually taste good, so I won't rule it sure. out. There's been worse things. Right. That's what I'll say of this winning recipe. There's, There's been, been worse things. things. There's been worse things. Yep. Um, I, I okay. Stuff. okay. I guess chicken pot pie. I'm like already that's a little gross to me. So then when you're like, oh, you're gonna take an even grosser meat and slap it in there, I'm out. The thing that they good the, for Kim. Good, so, but good for Kim. Good well, for this Kim. is what Kim says. Yeah. She says okay. it's Kim really say? good. She was okay. inspired. She would say that. Well, it, it was inspired by a vintage <laughs> recipe she saw on the back of a Ritz crackers box. Like oh. so, it's like an old one, but she then sort of took some creative okay, liberties so with. So pandering. To so I'm Ritz. sorry. Let me go yeah. again. It's really good. It's kind of a classic. Okay. I think that should end the debate uh, right there. I, mean, I, do, I, I do feel like if I described that meal to my grandparents, they'd lose their shit. You know, yeah, it, that's that true. does like as an old timey recipe, I think that would hit. Pork, you Apparently, what, what she also says is the Ritz crackers are they're added instead of apples. Okay. So that's uh, what it is. So okay. it's not like an apple pie. So it's more of a just in your mind, keep pork and cheddar. Okay. Both Ritz right. crackers. Good. Boom. Right now it's a little bit. That? Now, hey. and now we're talking. Now, now, we're now talking. Kim, we're coming. We're getting on a flight. Okay, yeah. and in the uh, student, the culinary student category, the grand prize winner was a millefeuille. How do you say that huh? shit? Yes, I know how. It, I know what. I know what it is. I just I remember the looking. movie Carpool Mille with Fille. Tom oh, Arnold. Yeah. That's and not there's a moment way. where they spend three minutes. There's like a joke where they don't know how to say mille feuilles. very what is French? I'm guessing it's mille. two words and there's a hyphen involved. And Isn't a, it mean like a thousand layers or something? Mille oh, feuilles. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like that's what the mille M I L L E yeah. like millenniums. Millimeters. Anyway, instead of the puff pastry for this, using Ritz crackers to serve as the pastry because it's like a very layered Ooh, pastry dish. Okay. Okay. This sounds good. Uh, and was a student of the uh, Institute of Culinary education in Pasadena. Okay, shout okay. out to Let's go. Let's drive over. Uh, wow. Yeah. So, and that just seems like it, it was a pretty straightforward recipe. But hey, the students—they're getting it done too. All yes. right. I would. I would have Fernando's dish in a second. Yes, I think Kim, there's. Yes, because Kim, it's almost like flashy, flashy. Fl- we got pork. We got apples. It's yeah. a pie. It's old. And Fernanda Diallas, she says. She no. said, No, no, no. This no. is just a classic with Ritz. Classic Boom. with Ritz. I Bye. Like it. Gotta go. Yeah. Where's my grand prize? Kim Dalton, money? I'll guess ne- Ritz nepotism. <laughs> Wow, she married into the Ritz fortune. She married into, yeah. uh, definitely. She's Mr. Ritz's niece. Her, yeah. Her Kim maiden Dalton. name, Nabisco. Okay. Okay, Kim Nabisco. Uh, Dude, Kim Nabisco Kim sounds like Nabisco. the weirdest Kim villain. Is a great spy Kim name. Nabisco. I like one time as a joke for like three months at a place I was working, I, as my emergency <laughs> contact, I had the phone number for Nabisco. What is if it an I had 800 died? number? Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm surprised no, no one went like, No one's Hold checking on. your emergency I guess so. contact. Also, though, like, don't care if you live or God die forbid something happened and they called Nabisco and you just played the <laughs> cruelest just, prank on yourself. And I just died. I, that was a funny way to die. Don't you think it's kind of a... <laughs> <laughs> that is very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's super tragic, but kind of hilarious. Uh, they're like... <laughs> uh, what is she allergic to? <laughs> Okay, let's let's roll up our sleeves. Here we go. And talk about the Oscars because uh, the nominations were announced on Monday, uh, and wow, 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 <sighs> the Joker, 
11 nominations, okay? Of a story of a guy, a white guy who literally paints his face even whiter. Has anyone actually, I haven't seen, I didn't have it in me to see it. Me neither. I was, so we haven't, I've, I haven't uh, seen it. I, I'm sure it's fine. I just uh, don't. I, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe I don't. Ca- I'm sure Joaquin Phoenix is great. You know, the, he's yeah. he's very he's a very compelling actor. He transforms. He fell in love with that Scarlett Johansson computer. He fucked his phone in he that movie. He fucked his phone. You oh, know, yeah. his phone in that movie. We liked that for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Did he get I, nominated for that? Didn't he? I think he did get nominated yeah. for fucking his phone. Phone uh, fucker was you know, the name he, of the movie. Right? Nominate this guy for all sorts of things. He's very talented. Yeah. I. Uh, but 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 at what like Joker was nominated for everything. And like no women and people of color were nominated except for, for a Bong Bong Joon. Yes, which is as great. director. Uh, that's like, it for a lot for a lot of stuff, which is great. But yeah. that but yeah, everyone else where so Cynthia Erivo was nominated, and then right, yep. The only I think that was the, for the, the Harry Tubman only film. person of color nominated in any of the acting categories. I believe and so. Sc- meanwhile, to add insult to injury, Scarlett Johansson's nominated. Twice. Twice. So, uh, yeah, really. Uh, also, the fact that Aquafina s- literally won yes. the Golden Globe. Yeah, yeah. And, and was wasn't e- And wasn't even nominated. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Oscar's so white. Remember that hashtag? That yeah. was, what, five years ago, maybe? It was like was 12, it five? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and in response to that, the Academy was like, you know what? <laughs> Didn't really even think about that one. <laughs> How yeah. white this shit is. And they said, you know, they were, they had... They were announced unprecedented changes to its membership and voting rules because they want to make the membership and like voting just more diverse. Mm-hmm. We, we're here. We are five years later, and we've yet to see of twenty acting nominations. Yeah, Cynthia Revo is the only person the, of color who's nominated. Ugh. And, and and there was like and and you always see like the horrible Twitter responses of like, well, were the performances there? And it's like there were some Aquafina yeah, literally won a Golden Globe. J Lo, yeah, J Lo was nominated. The, People loved her in Hustlers. Hustle, yeah, uh, Lupita in Lupita. Us. And even though it's like a genre flick, which typically, but it's like, yo, she had a that perform. That, Daniel that, Kaluuya was nominated. Forget out. Like, there, right. it's like. There's a but you want to you want to nominate Scarlett Johansson <laughs> twice. 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 That to me is actually the real fuck you. That's how a slap do, in the face. Yeah. yeah. Is it just like a room of people, or is it a how? Do, I don't even know how it. It feels like it's got to be a contained. Group, right. Uh, Miles, it's not do you have like, any insight into that? I mean, I I know that the that um like people vote. There's an increased, but it's still like I I think that the percentage I was reading today was they were like, well, you know, there's twice the amount of people of color in the Academy there used to be, but it still comes out to like 16%. Right. And right. the Academy was bragging about like, well, like there's almost one third of female nominees in this year's cat. And you're like, yeah, that's not, that's not parody, you stupid ass. Like it's, yeah. Uh, that, I, I was most annoyed. I mean, I, I like Greta Gerwig a lot and I think she like deserved a nomination, but I wanted like Lulu Wang to get, and yeah. like the farewell is so, so fucking true. good. And just- that movie, like, there was just a bunch of movies that were shut out entirely. Yeah. It's a, such a, I thought The Sandman should have gotten a I saw, I saw Little Women. You saw? Uh, over the break. Uh, what'd um, you think? I thought it was great. I thought, yeah, it's so good. It's, I mean, I'm glad. Tim Chalamet, wow. Man. The boy, the boy can flutter and dance that like a person from the sharp, 19th sharp, century. Sharp, sharp, sharp looking. Yes. He could just cut you. He could he just, could. he's got a sharp looking With his head. eyes, with his chin. Right? With his, with his Chin, cheeks. oh, angular. I thought with, he, he's dating Johnny Depp's daughter. No. Right? He I, is? Yeah. Who's I mean, Johnny Depp's daughter? I didn't know. Someone she's, famous? 
Yeah, she's famous now. There, is there I, anyone's kid who's not famous? Like, does someone's kid no. just like work as a PA? No, there's no one. Actually, I do know someone who's famous whose kid works as a PA. Really? Yeah. What they do? Yeah, <laughs> <Nothing. laughs> so, they just got the right, got a good head on their shoulders. Oh, good for them. Yeah, um, I just um, nepotism is so funny to me because like if you don't think it's funny, you cry. Yeah, and it's weird. Like typically, like in the Academy Awards, period films like of uh, Little Women would True. do well. True. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't understand like. And I remember seeing the one back in the day. It wasn't Winona Ryder in like the last one yeah. that came Which out. Which is pretty good. We Which covered is it good. on the Vital cast recently. I got like way more into I, like the Greta Gerwig one was very accessible. Mm-hmm. I feel like even for like younger yeah. people, like it was written in a way that w- didn't. I'm like, I don't know any Louisa May Alcott stuff. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. This was, yeah, this was such a bummer. And like the Academy is like, well, we let more women and people of color in. So uh, what's. And it's like the percentages are still so fucking low Did- that it's like. Yeah. Did they didn't even nominate Beyonce for the in the song Doesn't category. Doesn't make any sense. I mean, I don't know if the song was good. I didn't the see anything about Lion King. <laughs> right. the, the original songs are always bad. That's the point. But now it's Diane Warren and Randy Newman like every fucking year. Like, that's yeah. another thing I'm mad about too. Is that Universal mad about two? Mad, <laughs> mad about two on Spectrum, mad about you. on Spectrum Originals. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they, they Spectrum Originals sounds like that's the worst. a thing. It's a There's thing. a Mad yeah. About You series on Spectrum Originals. Oh wow, the that was a cruel joke, joke that came to haunt me in my real life. Okay, go yeah, on. Everyone's got a everyone's got a streaming service now. But yeah. they yeah. also I lost all my bets. I did an uncut gem style bet on <sighs> cats sweeping the Oscars, and they but Universal that they, they they took which is kind of funny. They took every everything from cats out of consideration so yes. it's not even a snub wait wait so they would have gotten an original song nomination the, i don't know why they did that cats they were going to <laughs> yeah. present it for consideration and then it we're was, like actually no no, no yeah no, no, it was no, no, on no. there for a consideration website and then after the first weekend of cats and they made six dollars they were like never mind and they just <laughs> took everything but it's like they had a taylor swift song that was like mm, like a c minus that could have gotten an oscar nomination Oh, in fuck. 2020, Taylor Swift. I mean, probably good because if Cat started getting nominations over some of these other films, so it would have been <laughs> dark shit. days so for those people in that in that film. Well, either way, the Elton John song is going to win, but like, it's just ugh. And then I thought, uh, I don't know, where there like Bombshell got a bunch, like not a bunch, but Bombshell got some nods, and you're just like, oh great, great, you know, right. White feminism, the movie. It was directed interesting by Austin Powers. <laughs> when what? Oh, <laughs> talking about bombshell. I didn't yeah. see it. Yeah. When, uh, don't you when, feel like it just came out? I'm like, I thought that, yeah. It did. Ju- yeah. It feels it did like just it came out like yesterday. Very minimal was... marketing. Yeah. 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 Well, because it's not very good. Oh. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Well, um, the one thing, though, that was great was when John Cho and Issa Rae, again, add insult to injury, you have two people of color presenting the yeah. awards to. Okay. Um, when they announced like, the director's nominees, uh, Issa Rae summed it up as she said, and congratulations to those men. Uh, I yeah. like it. Appropriate. Uh, I wish there was more that could have happened. Uh, yeah. For the, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it's going to take. At uh, this point, I'm just like, well, Parasite better win a big fucking totally. award or what's what was right. the point of this year? Well, it's also weird when like films get, you know, nominated for best picture and other things and then not best director. Mm-hmm. I'm like, right. you think pointed. there's a consistency right. about. You'd imagine that if it's the best picture, then the director must get some credit. So Unless you're saying true. like the film is good, director whatever. It was you're really so, all about the script. You're so true. That's what and like point. I don't always understand when people sort of get. I feel like they're sort of hand in hand. But look, everyone has their own way of looking at this whole filmmaking thing. I don't, and it's like weird that the winners from the other award shows leading up to this have kind of been all over the place. Like the at the Critics Choice, because which no one gives a shit about, but whatever. Zendaya had a good outfit. 
Mm, did she? Yeah, she had a she great. Did. She looked like she was very very cool. space. It was like a space hardened like plate. Yeah, oh. it yeah. was like hot pink. It was amazing. Did you ever have those dolls when you were younger where you got to put like the jelly sort of? Yes, thing? Didn't it, it, it felt was like, like a real that. life jelly what shirt. Dolls what were they? I, I don't, don't know. know, but they were. But it was Whoa. definitely like that. It's an amazing. What outfit. is that? Like a molded plate? Exactly. That's not like painted on. That's like a rigid. That's like a like a Star Trek like. Okay, let me measure your exact breast size. Boink. I, I feel like they it must cool. have like made it on her. Right. It's like, how do you, you gotta get the mold. make a paper mache cast and yep. then do something like yeah. it was great. Shout out to the women's college scripts at their cafe. They my uh, her majesty was a barista there and all the baristas oh. had to get breast molds that they put like up in the Wait, <laughs> in the cafe. That's so cool. Yeah, and then you could paint them. Oh, that's the best. Arts. It's uh, art. But okay. the, with the Critics' Choice Award uh, last night or not well, two nights ago. Was wasn't it Sam Mendes and uh, Bong Joon Ho tied for best director? Mm. Like there were a bunch of ties. So it's like yeah. there's a lot of different. I love a tie. That's kind of. And you nice. think if Parasite, with how well that film is being critically claimed, like the none of the acting was good enough? No, I, they, people were like pulling for a supporting actor for for the for the the man who plays the dad uh-huh. in Parasite, um, and that didn't go through. Uh, is that because of the foreign language? Like, is there some crossover there? Like, where it would have. You have to think, but it but it 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 made it in so many other huge categories yeah. and didn't get like pushed to like mm. it was it's nominated for best international yeah. film, but like it's that's nominated true because for screenplay Roma editing. had the same thing too, where people yeah. were being not hmm. Ah. <sighs> snubs well, on snubs. I mean, I think that's also the thing where it's like we have the the as time goes on and we see the lack of actual acknowledgement of a lot of these achievements. We at a certain point we have to like let these awards go too because it's like they're yeah. not actually a good indicator of like what the best performances were. Right. Truly, and yeah. That's where we, I guess you know we'll have to have a reckoning with our love of awards. At a certain Ugh, point. I do. I do like to get mad. Uh, Demi and Digiweebie had a great tweet about how how much he likes to get mad at shit like this, and I do like to get mad about it. But you know, I'm never gonna watch The Irishman, so whatever. My first one, what, the first time I got so pissed at the Academy Awards, I think it was 1998 or 99 when Ooh. Saving Private Ryan. Steven Spielberg got best director, but then Shakespeare in Love was best picture. Oh, right. And that was a Weinstein And I was like, that's like, a fucking Weinstein. My like grift. little 14 year old self who was like just hopped up on war porn was just like, that's fucked up, man. The movie's powerful. <laughs> I hope that Laura Dern wins and then she makes Laura more Dern. fun baby Yoda jokes. That would sustain me. She went on Colbert and was like, baby Yoda's my boyfriend. She's just upping the ante. Hell yeah. It's yeah. fun. I mean, she's the best. Good yeah. for her. Very diverse uh, dating background. She's I don't. She's not with Baron Davis anymore, right? No, she's single right now. <sighs> but the people people say that she's fucking the puppet. Okay, well, yeah. hey, more power to you. Yeah, more power to you, uh, Alyssa. Thank you so much. Thanks for, for coming having by. me. It's been wonderful. What a joy! Yes. So fun. Yeah. Um, where can people find you? Follow you? Support you? Consume your content? You know, at, give you money? Yes, all of those things at Alyssa Limp on. Instagram and Twitter, same thing. Come check it out. Amazing, okay. amazing character work. Thank you so much. I appreciate yeah. that a lot. Thanks for having me. You're like one of those, the few feeds where I can be like, no, go, go, follow, call, Reliable, follow now. Go, like, yeah. Follow now. She doesn't now. miss. Oh. The woman has never missed. Never missed to the point where I thought I knew you. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't God. know why. That's not so like, sweet. And not even in a weird way where I'm like, oh yeah, that's the homie. I was just sort of like, yeah, Alyssa's coming by. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, this is not, this is the first time. Oh, um, cool. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, and is there a tweet that you like? You want to shout out a tweet? Anyone's tweet yes. that you think is yes. hilarious um, yes. or poignant? Um, my, where is it? Let me find it. My good friend. 
May Wilkerson, so funny. <gasps> also an, an also a great follow at Shut yes. Up May, and she tweeted, "My dog and I both have anxiety, so whenever I'm pacing my apartment, she follows me around like we're marching in a mental illness pride parade." <laughs> and I love it. I love the image of the two of them. They're both so like tiny too, so just the two of them like scooting around the apartment, pacing is is very sweet. Oh, that's the best. Yeah, Jamie. Yes. How about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jamie Loftus. Help. You can listen to My Year in Mensa. This oh, is my four-part podcast about Mensa is coming out now. I've got tour dates coming up in the next couple of weeks in San Francisco. Uh, there's no more tickets to my show, but there are to the Bexel cast. Uh, in New York, tickets to the Bexel cast at the Bell House on the 24th. And uh, my solo show is almost sold out on February 10th. And in Philly, uh, our Bechtel cast shows are sold out, but you can come see me do Boss Miss Girl on February 8th. I think that that's everything. And I want to shout out a tweet uh, that I was just talking about uh, from Demi Adichuibe at Electro Lemon. Uh, complaining about the Oscar nominations is a grand tradition as old and fun as watching the Oscars themselves. I love it. They absolutely fucked it up. Can't wait to watch. I'm going to be so fucking mad. <laughs> You're fucking mad. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then he t- you know, tweeted a clarification that he's serious. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Me, you can find me at uh, Miles of Gray on Twitter and Instagram. Also, check out my new podcast with Sophia Alexandra, 420 Day Fiance, where we talk about 90 Day Fiance, but like, hi. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> that shit's wild. It's also like a game show, too. So, uh, really tune into that if you like the show. And even if you don't, chances are you're going to like it. Um, also, we should say some tour dates because the Daily Zeitgeist, we will be live uh, on January 25th at the Gateway Theater in San Francisco with uh, guest Demi Adijuibe oh, and wow. Michael Swain uh, on the 30th in Portland at Mississippi Studios on February 12th, Brooklyn, New York at the Bell House. Also, uh, that guest will be Dan O'Brien. I Yay. think I can confirm that now, formerly Ooh. of Cracked and now of the John Oliver last week tonight uh, writing staff. Then the 13th of February, Washington, D.C., Miracle Theater. February 25th, Minneapolis, Minnesota, the Parkway Theater. Uh, February 27th, Chicago, Illinois, Sleeping Village. And the 28th of February, Toronto, Ontario, International at the Great Hall. Love it. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Just because the Great Hall, it it can't be a disappointment. It must be fantastic. Uh, Now, it's a tweet I like. It's from Dana Donnelly at Dana Donnelly. It says... And this is perfect because we were just talking about the office. It says, one time on a first date, a guy told me, you might just be the Asian Pam to my white gym. Like, like, okay, no, obviously you're Michael Scott and I'm one of the waitresses from the Benihana Christmas episode. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. She's so funny. Kulop is one of those uh, women in that episode too. Yes, But it switches in the middle. If you notice, the waitresses change, the actresses change from the Benihana to the actual Dunder Mifflin office because there was some kind of thing with the actress who was playing Mm. one of those uh, servers. I didn't know that. I noticed, I don't see, I watch. Someone listens to Office, ladies. Someone, or someone watches so much goddamn Office. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How did I not see that? Um, one of the, yeah, I felt like very achieved. Uh, I achieved something when I noticed that. Um, anyway, you can follow us at Daily Zeitgeist on Twitter, at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page. We also have a website. Come on. Yeah, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. footnotes. Uh, also, you know, look, let me tell you something else. The Daily Zeitgeist, it's a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get them things. Um, and let's actually, now we have to think about what we're going to write. What are we going to, how do we end such a wonderful episode? Um, oh, maybe, oh. Is, is it a song? 
Yes. Can I can I um, pitch that we try to Please. can we try to find one of um what's his name? Oh, what's his name? I forgot already. Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. Let's see if we, we, get, a, see if we can get a Chris Gaines oh, hit. Oh wow! You know it's not often where something so organically is, is being determined in this room. This has been his first airplay in years. <laughs> this is huge. I don't know this if you can boom. find. Chris Gaines Like, on... maybe he didn't even... Maybe it wasn't even he released songs as it. He just... Whoa, came. it's weird. Like, on... At least on Spotify... Scrubbed. Scrubbeth. Wow. Wow. What's Wait. going on, Big Garth? Oh, no, he's... he's yeah, got, exactly. What's Garth Brooks really There's up? one on... Uh, there's one on on, in, in, uh, on YouTube. Chris Gaines. Oh, Lost in You. Here we go. Do it. Do we do I have the... Oh, here. Well, that's... Fuck it. Without even knowing... What it is. We'll play a, a. I can't believe we're even going out on Chris Gaines. But Chris Gaines, lost in you. For a sliver of a moment. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Actually, we'll talk to you later today, also, because we got the night guys going. Yep. Anyway, see you then. Bye. Bye. Heaven knows, I'm head over heels and it shows. I played every field, I suppose. But there's something about you when you're around baby I have found I get lost in you what is this feeling